Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, Koopalings, to Nintendo Voice Chat. I'm Audrey Drake, and to my left is Rich George. Reese's Pieces less this time. Wait, 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 nope. Rich, come a little closer, come a little closer. And that there, that is Sam, who never would have allowed Reese's Pieces on his Message podcast. Message received. Not Good on his Lord. watch. Uh, that was some angry emails. Uh, Welcome that, back, that was Sam. Amazing. Well, what was amazing was, like, I mean, just... And that's really gross. Well, the funny thing is, is, like, 
I never thought the phone would pick that up. Yeah. That's the amazing thing. So. Yeah, because like we actually, I mean, we've been known to snack during podcasts yeah. before, but usually with the equipment we have, it's not. The, these, drink usually. Yeah, <laughs> these things just do not pick that up at all. So yeah. anyway, but, uh, Sam, my apologies. It's been a while. Welcome back to NVC. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah we've been I've doing been, uh, rushed podcasts recently, and you've been busy wiki. We're actually it up. in. I'll we're in the. Time, we're in the room this time. Actually, yeah, which we're is, actually having a proper podcast. The last time, no food. We yeah. won't agree with each other at all. I promise. Yeah, exactly. holding in my hand. My awesome. invite to the Nintendo E3 press conference. Yep, we just got yeah, those. Yeah, heck yeah. I got my barcode right here. Oh I'm yeah, we do. So we it's all have uh, June 5th, which mm-hmm. is a Tuesday, which we were all saying it was anyway. But yeah. you, know, you know what day that is also? My 31st birthday. Really? Oh, wow. oh, awesome. Hopefully they have some good gifts for yeah, you at the show. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully a Mario Party Wii U. Yeah. Some good stuff like that. Um, well, that'll be exciting. Uh, yeah, so June 5th, 9 a.m. Yeah, 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific. And uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I'm we'll really, be live. really excited. I think it'll be cool. It'll we'll be, be really cool, really interesting. Yeah. We'll be live streaming it. again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little cloudy this time so I can see the screen. I mean, stuff. the last, yeah, that was, that was a mess. I liked it. I liked the tent setup. Yeah, last like, time, uh, last couple so years. after the conference, we were all shuttled outside and they had like yeah. five 3DS games set up in these outdoor tents. And, and the year before that, that they crazy. did Skyward Sword with that kind of setup, which is where the infamous like reception, like mm-hmm. feedback error was happening. <laughs> oh, it didn't, it didn't work outside. Uh, well, for the Skyward Sword demo, I didn't actually I was in the audience but everyone rushed forward to play Zelda so I was just like well I'm going outside I'll play it later but uh, apparently people were having trouble there less of a problem at the show it was all the phones and laptops and apparently apparently if they have Wii U set up this year we probably won't have to worry about that too much because so much of it is gyroscopic controls you know they're not a lot of infrared stuff yeah Yeah, maybe well no but I mean with Skyward Sword they blamed it on the the wireless communication between the remote and the system and being too many signals so Wii U does that too yeah, right i guess that's true so uh yeah we'll see what happens it'll be exciting <laughs> yeah speaking of wii u nintendo is going digital for our first piece of news quite a lot's happened recently but yeah. uh yeah nintendo is taking that first step into the digital future how do you guys into, feel about this it, it ta- first step the into the modern world they've been releasing digital games for a long time right? <laughs> no no i just mean uh going full, more towards full retail deal. releases being offered digitally yeah, rather retail than releases from this year instead alongside, of instead of super metroid yeah. alongside traditional retail packaging yeah so, so brand new games full retail starting in august with new super mario mm-hmm. brothers 2 so, so it's yeah, it's starting with 3DS. And it's going to be on the 3DS. Right. Exactly. You can That's buy it in the crazy. store just like normal, or you can download it to your system. Because before, that was a big no-no, right? Because yeah. Nintendo mm-hmm. retailers have an agreement to yeah. Yeah. sell games. Well, so the, the, the compromise here is that not only can I go buy the box in a store, not only can I go buy it on the eShop, but I can actually, you know how you go buy the like uh, the gift cards or whatever for your 3DS eShop, the currency, the little card? Mm-hmm. You can now buy the games that way, too. Which mm-hmm. is kind of weird that you would go all the way to the store just to buy the little cardboard. That it's has like if the you're code. going to the yeah, store, at least yeah. just to get yeah. the unless box. you have the world's <laughs> smallest apartment. But yeah. I, honestly, for you know, in a place like Tokyo or something, I could kind of see it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, don't you think that's just like here's the consolation prize for you guys? <laughs> uh, we don't need you anymore. I mean, I think yeah. that's what they're doing. I yeah. mean, so why did this well, that, this came on the, the heels of the announcement of them losing a record? Loss, right? There's a Five, huge amount of money. Five hundred and thirty million dollars. Um, I, th- I think uh, th- this is their first loss. In the modern era, I do believe that prior to entering the video game industry, they had lost some money here and there. Yeah, they but had a great was... Hannah Food card collapse of 1960. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, so I think this is the first loss of the modern era, but it's a pretty significant loss. So. It is, and like um, one way to recuperate uh, 
sales, declining sales uh, loss is by actually making more money off of each sale without raising the price, which is what do you do? You cut out retail, sure. which yeah. you probably make what, like I've heard anywhere between you know, five or six dollars off of each game sold when it's a cartridge because the cartridges are really expensive. Sure. Yeah. 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 So the ma manufacturing costs are. You know, and if you're selling a, a new Super Mario Bros. game for twenty dollars straight from Nintendo, they're mm -hmm. just recuperating all of that. They just that's just pure profit. Yeah, I think I think you probably there's probably some extra costs for them in terms of like investing in servers and some things like that because mm -hmm. distributing games Absolutely. of that more that size than say but, like Pushmo, but, but it still would be nothing compared to manufacturing right. and shit. Right. Yeah, Over time, yeah. it could do very well for them. They also. Um, it was, speaking of finances, they claim that they'll stop losing money on the 3DS by sometime mid this, this fiscal year, which is roughly September. Mm -hmm. um, strange claim to make when they don't have any games on the horizon that are like killer, killer. Uh, games. Apparently, uh, uh, Luigi, well, I just Animal Crossing, a story New Super Mario Brothers. They're going to announce but. a richer 3DS lineup for overseas cool. sometime around E3. Yeah, yeah so, so he just he just came out and basically said because I mean uh, you and I are just talking mm -hmm. about this, which was like okay, so so we've seen Capcom, we've seen Konami, yeah. we've seen a lot of this is like the summer of Square, like mm -hmm. all these things. But where are the Western developers? Mm -hmm. And someone asked him that at an investors Q and A, and he said. Mm -hmm. Coming, they just the Western developers started later. They took a little longer because Japan it happened again. It's like yeah. the, the curse of yeah. Nintendo system. Basically, it took like, Western well, developers we'll feel it out, and then they, they feel it out, and then it the takes system a while. Is not popular by the yeah. time they put out their copy of Wii Sports. Yeah, that's the thing. It took a while for the 3DS to find its footing. It, well, anywhere, but especially overseas. Yeah. And so developers, why would they start it's, developing software for something that's it's not such doing a well? Strange they're waiting world. for the light, like riches. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they have this strange world that they exist in, which Nintendo systems are sold by Nintendo games. Every Everybody knows this. Nintendo knows this. Mm -hmm. Then they launched a new portable with not enough strong first-party support. Yeah. Then it didn't take off. The third parties were like, "Well, hell with this," mm -hmm. and you know, and it's like it was almost it almost became a self-fulfilling prophecy until they slashed the price. Mario, Mario Kart, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that, and then now it seems better. So anyway, Iwata said that like now that the thing has actually been doing well, it's selling well everywhere. That. Western support should be apparently announced. He said around E3 too. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, around yeah. E3 means. You mean e at E3, E3 is or what do you means. mean? Are they going to announce it the week after? I don't the know. Week that seems kind of weird. I don't yeah. know. Ooh, that's that would exciting. Suck for us. What, what companies do you think they even mean? I mean, it's not going to be like Bioware. I think you know. I feel like Activision sports just sort of going to happen inherently over time because Activision just tends to bring yeah. whatever they're going to bring. Um, I can't. I, just, I can't. I guess I can't envision like any third-party games that I really want to see at this point. No, but I'm I really think excited about Japanese. You know, Nintendo games. The, the Japanese I'm support. I'm a fan of this Japanese developers. So as far as handhelds go, yeah. I would agree. I think I think they could use some good support from EA. I think they could use a Madden, a regular yeah, Madden. Stored. We're gonna get ports like that. And yeah, yeah, and I agree. Like um, yeah, I mean, I think they could use some of those games though. Um, but it's hard to say. I mean, like some some of the you know the Western support on the eShop has been genius, you know. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, where's where's my sort of like mutant muds and you know and and all those sorts of things but in a full retail scale and yeah, i think that they yeah. could use that sort of thing from sort of the indie western houses yeah. um e-shop and otherwise too so yeah but going back to digital distribution yeah. how are you guys gonna buy your games from now on consuming just taking away yeah. storage and cost and all I, that I like stuff. boxes i don't like the retail experience i don't like going to the store to buy mm -hmm. but i like amazon a lot so yeah, you know, yeah. i'll probably continue to go yeah i'm totally torn Rich? i'm totally torn because yeah. like i space is a problem 
space. I'm totally tired of nostalgia. dealing with like, where are my carts? Like the other day, it was funny. So I have most of my carts. They, they sent us those cool little Club Nintendo cases that mm-hmm. you can snap all the carts into. So I have most of my carts in there. The other day, I was rummaging through a box and I just discovered like a dozen DS <laughs> carts and like GBA carts just all piled in this little corner's box that I forgot. Oh. I, I knew I had those games, but I forgot where <laughs> they were. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and it's like if, if I'm da- downloading digital, it's just like all oh, right there. Yeah, I, I totally so. agree with that. I mean, I, I'm just a personal, you know, guy I like seeing stuff on my shelf. I do. Still. Me too. Uh, yeah. It's weird though because now that I have a 3ds and tons of games on it, like it's really convenient for me and like mm. all my downloadable games. But yeah. I definitely don't. I don't ever want to have to deal with deleting stuff to make room for other things. Yeah, so I, just, and, I have no interest. In yeah, that. and I agree with Sam. I just like having the box. Like even if I'm not going to play it, I like going over to my gaming shelves and just being like, oh, look at my collection. For, <laughs> me, <laughs> for consoles, it's so keep cool. It and then play the digital version for free. That's what I <laughs> like do. combo pack or something. Yeah. Digital, I or I mean, uh, console is different from portable for me. So portable, mm-hmm. I don't care if I have the boxes really. I don't know why. You're just not the, like the giantest portable gamer though. Not, so not, might not have the giantest. The giantest. Yes. It's a podcast. Excellent. Chill out, people. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm, I've always been more of a traditional console gamer, but for some reason, I like having a shelf with console games. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but the weird thing is, is like my, my place in SF is small enough that I have most of my console games are sitting out in the garage in a, just a random oh, cabinet. Yeah. You know, I just don't have the room to store them inside. Most displaying contemporary games I don't think looks as good as like yeah, right. your vintage stuff right. or whatever. Oh, and they man. used to have yeah. like really nice manuals yeah. with the old games too. Now it's just crappy little I mean, folded I would, piece of paper. I would, um, one of my goals is like to go buy a bunch of old school Famicom games and stuff and then actually yeah. frame, them, yeah, yeah. frame them and put them on the wall. Mm-hmm. But, Another um, issue with the digital things, uh, you, you can't take the next version of Smash Bros over to your buddy's house if you download it. On Wii U. So, I mean, yeah, with 3DS, obviously. you can bring it over. Well, 3DS, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But. Like made that possible, and PlayStation 2, by mm-hmm. uh, making it so you can recover your profile on another console, right? You can log mm-hmm. in, and then you can usually download uh, things on, you know, like four or five other systems. Yeah. So you can do that, you, you know. Yeah. So, so we, Actually, we, if you want to like, if you want to like take your copy over to your cousin's house and show them how cool this sure. game is, like you'd have to cart your whole system. It's over it's a little tricky with so with 3ds, it's it's hardware tied. So you are bound mm-hmm. to your 3ds unless you were to presumably do a system transfer. I mean, yeah. we haven't. And we you haven't, only can do so many of those. Issue, right. Because. When would you ever go over to your friend's house and be like, oh, I wish I would have brought New Super Mario yeah. Brothers? I mean, you could just literally hand them the system. Yeah, I, I, I think that the big it. trick is like, what if I buy a new system? You can do a system transfer. If you run out of storage, you can trans- you, you can transfer stuff around and stuff like that. But um, Wii U, I guess we don't really know because we know it's an account-based system. Yeah, so it very yeah. well could have account recovery and stuff like that. Yeah. We do, we do. Oh, it, it is confirmed they starting day that. one with that. So that's starting kind of, first uh, with first party. But now games that they have a. See, that means that there's gonna have to be some big storage space. Well, that, that's actually exactly. We did a breakdown of games uh, last Friday, and you know, an SD card is not going to help you. Yeah, it's it's pretty yeah. cool. Um, because your average 360 game is about like eight eight to nine gigs. Yeah. And the biggest SD card you can really manage with currently that's reasonably affordable on a like a 3DS would be 32 gigs. Mm-hmm. That's like what, I saw a terabyte thumbstick uh, on Wired the other day that's for awesome. like $1,000. That's amazing. Wow. And in like in a few years, that'll be super affordable, you yeah, know, which will be know. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, that's the thing about space, right? And I mean, so this new approach makes me want them to do tiered models, which they never have done, probably never will do. But I like, like what Microsoft does. Exactly. Like yeah, I'd yeah. love to go and buy like a one terabyte Wii U and then sure. moms can get the two gig and versions I mean, they want. They've said but, that the, the system, unless it changes form factor, that the system will support external hard drives mm-hmm. and that, you 
that's know, the key, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I just, I don't want some ugly, clunky thing sitting next to me. I don't, yeah. you know, want the my... the system is so small. Yeah. It's about the size of a Wii. Exactly. So like, I just don't it want... It look kind of funny. I don't want an ugly... Um, I can't even think of a hard drive brand at the moment, but you know, like Seagate <laughs> yeah. or Westgate or whatever those things are called. Yeah. But um, a Belkin. it's been a long time. Yeah, exactly. It's been a long time since I built a, built a PC. But uh, yeah, I just, you know, what are you going to do about that? We did confirm actually, and to the best of my knowledge, we are the ones that broke this news that Nintendo is planning on a third party program for digital downloads. Um, and they just, they don't have the details yet. Meaning that, <laughs> I mean, this is translation here, me, me being somewhat flippant, but um that Nintendo will start all of its first-party downloads this year, and third parties <laughs> will show up sometime next year. Um, just knowing, I, I know. Well, it's just just knowing kind of how it works. Like I kind of, yeah. if they're just now outlining the program now, I, you know, yeah, safe to say not we're gonna be a little. Off. I'll tell you what, being open when we find out about, about how stuff, to work the system. Yeah. When we find out about the stuff at E3, it will be the most boring stuff we find out about at E3. And yet, and <laughs> we're gonna be talking about like amazing games and like, I agree. really cool new features. And, yeah. And then like like two months later, we'll be like, what what was with the storage thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's all very fascinating drive. now. And then I'm gonna be like, because Metroid what? Else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh yeah. So what else is going on? Wii U pricing. Oh yeah, purple DS. We we'll get to that in a second. Sam, calm down. Okay, so many jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to them. But uh, Wii U pricing while we're on the subject. You yeah. wrote a really cool editorial about it recently, Rich. Uh, it? it was Colin Campbell, to be fair. Oh, <laughs> to, be, to be fair. You were there. I'm just, I'm just running most of the, the Yeah, I tend to <laughs> handle most of these things in one form or another. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, they've got a kind of a big problem. Like, yeah, what do you yeah. charge for this thing? It's very likely that PS3 and 360, which haven't really seen price cuts in a while, like actually mm -hmm. a few years, if I recall correctly, they've mostly just been like putting in new pieces of hardware and pushing all their models down, but they're keeping the yeah. price point about the same. So it seems fairly likely, especially if you're looking at kind of like maybe a 2013 introduction of these new systems, mm -hmm. that you get price cuts this year. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. what was 299 might be 249. I think the base level of a PS3 is actually 249 right yeah. now. I can't wait mm -hmm. to see these current systems at like that PS2 price, 89 yeah, like, Exactly. Yeah. Won't that be weird? Yeah, be like, that'd be crazy. And then you feel bad for the people that bought it for $600 <laughs> back when oh, only... Or, or 3000 Yeah, right? What? People got like would buy them. Oh, did they really early on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first two weeks of PlayStation Three, oh. it like consistently uh, went for thousands of I just, dollars. I don't understand. I mean, well, the Wii, right? The, my, I sold no, two Wii's at that point for like over six hundred dollars. That's that's very true. Just I mean, to make my my original investment. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, but the old, the only baffling thing to me about that back then was like, what were you going to play, Lair? Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh but, no, yeah. It was, it was, Complete disaster. Like I, launch, just a Blu-ray, Blu-ray player. Well, Barely like, any yeah, movies the, on that. We had you know, Zelda, right? So this year it had Zelda and we sports. And we sports. It was a good launch. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so they have this dilemma. You know, it's like if they're at 249, they're probably going to meet whatever 360 and PS3 are. And if if 360 and PS3 don't price drop at E3, presumably it would happen near holiday. I would think. Um, if it's higher than that, if it's like 299, that's getting pretty pricey for yeah. something that is, you know, by all accounts, somewhat above what PS3 and 360 are, but it's not like, wow, this is like six, eight, yeah. ten times. I think they're making on the tablet controller sure. being the selling point. Or to me, 299 is the sweet spot. Like 249, like it's an expensive little piece of tech or whatever that's Colin the thing too it. like, it's like it's not it's not just as simple as saying like well we're introducing something that's like a 360 and ps3 but it's a bit more powerful they're saying we're doing that and we've got this this 
controller that has mm-hmm. a screen in it. Yeah. You know, that's not Because, I mean, that's, that's what cheap. Nintendo usually so. does. They don't just go for, a, let's get a better hardware. They, they just, they got to convince people that they need that. That it's worth so it, yeah. Audrey and I so. were talking about this uh, before we, we hit record, and um, my, my whole thing with this next generation, this current generation of, of consoles is that, you know, that price is going to matter a little bit, but, man, the game price is going to matter so much more. Sure. And mm-hmm. if they can get across this digital download idea with ch- a cheaper game tier or something like that, if they can, like, convince people that you can play these top-tier Mario games for 30 bucks yeah. if you download them or something like that, that's that's going to be the, the, the change that matters. So they've so, like, said... Console price is one thing. Yeah. But, man, like, if you, as uh, an emailer wrote in, if you buy an iPad right now for a lot of money, for $500, yeah. and you can buy $3 games, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good deal. No, eventually, agreed. Agreed it pays off deal. eventually. Like, man, like those $60 games, that's what adds up now. It does. It yeah. does definitely. I think that the one thing Nintendo will have to get over, and they probably, they're, they're a little bit, I mean, uh, portables, uh, Vita, and uh, even the iPod and stuff have been doing downloadable games for a while. But uh, consoles aren't really. So on 360, you can do your games on demand, but it's like a year-old game. Um, Even that, it takes a lot of space. Yeah, but Nintendo is afraid of retailers, right? So they've made it clear that they're going to keep their games at MSRP and that the retailers can price cut if they want to, um, which will be actually will be fascinating to see if retailers price cut the digital stuff and just like, nope, 40 bucks, 30 bucks, and keep the physical higher it'll be interesting to see how that works out i think i think the industry needs a couple of years to kind of sort itself out in that regard um yeah and we always have to so. remember packings right like if this thing should be cool. a great mario game sure mm-hmm. hey you know like that yeah. offsets yeah. a lot yeah i mean it's been if new super mario bros since they've launched if new super mario bros me was included yeah. and not trying to be sold separately yeah, that would be cool i'd I think, be excited to play it then. i think your likelihood is you see like you know your you're wii sports games. game whatever yeah, included and you're probably going to get like out, yeah. your swap note and you'll get your like weather reports and your like go and checkers and chess and That'd all those sorts of things like, yeah. i would love to see like a package with nintendo characters on it yeah. like mm-hmm. you know like this is this is what you're getting with this box and like this is the cool I'm game trying... you're getting with it to like I mean, obviously we had a pack in, I mean, and I'm not counting bundles that show up later, but the last time they've actually included a game was like SNES, I think, right? Yep. Well, from the start, right? Yeah, and from then, the start. And then 64, that was the first time they kind of separated it out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's even Virtual Boy came with Mario Tennis. Right, 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 so, right. Um, uh, yeah. Separated it out, but then immediately they started packing in. I think they would be they would be very wise to even even if this new Super Mario Brothers idea was actually a fairly short game, more like portable esque. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They would be really smart to truncate the development of that thing, not in a way like that makes it bad, but in a way that says like, here's this basic game that comes free with the system. Exactly. And yeah. and I and Iwata's made it clear that like they don't want to sell half complete software mm-hmm. and then su- supplement it with DLC, but could you imagine like if this was Which new su- so much. But if this was like <laughs> New Super Mario Brothers episode 1 oh, and it was free with the system yeah, and yeah. then you could buy episode 2 and 3 and 4 and like each like maybe it's a whole new world with a whole new like Koopaling attached to it or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that could actually cool. be really really effing well, clever. I'd like to get 8 worlds from the start and then get those other. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. like or or, or even if you got four, I think you'd be pretty happy. You'd be like, okay, this is pretty good. Yeah. And then if the I'd next... I still feel like they ripped half the game out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. I mean, but what if the new episodes were like 10 bucks or something like that? You know? Or $1. I, yeah. I would, yeah. I would love to see Nintendo toy with that and mm-hmm. like really experiment with that. I think they would shut up a lot of the people that are like, where's the iPhone Nintendo yeah. games if they were to just get bold and do crazy things like that? I think yeah. that'd be cool. I agree with so. that. And plus, that would help... 
with a lot of the disappointment over the new Super Mario Bros. to me, because like that's not what everyone's looking for for their first taste of HD Mario. But if it was just like a free included episode or game or whatever, like that that would just be cool. How how do you complain about that? Yeah, I think. It'll be interesting to see what they do with the game. I mean, if this thing is, like, not only HD, which by itself isn't enough, but then with yeah. just, like, crazy lush textures yeah, we, and we've animation. Yeah, we said this over and over again. We don't know anything about the game other yeah. than the demo we played. I We're mean, just going was based very on what minimalistic, yeah. But yeah. if this thing was, like, really tricked out with just crazy you cool layers. Yeah. You Brothers? Me. I, I doubt yeah. it, too. I do honestly doubt <laughs> it, too. too. But yeah. if the animation was just crazy good, if the, like, level of detail and the texture work had, like, and all this stuff. If it had, like, crazy power-ups, uh, multiplayer was back, yeah. Just, unexp- just cool stuff, cool yeah. throwbacks. That, they, that would they be could, one thing. They could pull it off because every now and then you see a 2D game where you're like, holy crap, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you even see it in games like, you know, Fez or whatever where you're just like, wow, that's really good looking. That's unbelievably good looking. Exactly. And that's, that's very simple. That's my favorite simple. Nintendo game that Nintendo didn't make of the year. Yeah. I mean, every now and then you get like one of those games that's clearly been influenced by like some of the past successes of Nintendo and some of these other companies. And it's like, that's gorgeous. That's Battle HD. Royale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that <laughs> we'll in a minute. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Are you wearing a custom? Sonic the shirt, Sonic the Hedgehog shirt. Uh, no. But it's funny because it says one. "Game On." Like your, it does. Your I know, whole right? You, like went to the fair, and, like, <laughs> the ring out, and then you're just like, "Oh, look what I want!" You're like, "What do you want? What do you want on that kid?" <laughs> I know, right? It's per- I'm wearing a Sonic shirt that says "Game On," yeah, which cool. is like my little catchphrase or whatever. But uh, no, it just happened to work and it's out not that a way. Not Sonic shirt either. It's, like it's a, old school Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. But, uh, uh, okay. On. Purple 3DS. Go, Sam. Go. I have nothing to say about this, except that <laughs> it's been Nintendo's, uh, it's been their choice of color for the United States since 1991. I think it's a brilliant legacy. Since the first button on the oh, Super yeah, Nintendo yeah, yeah, yeah. controller, or, uh, yeah, well, that's also in the controller yeah, yeah, yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Why do they always choose the purple? I don't know. So, because it's funky fresh. The colors are all lame. I don't like any of the colors for the, the, the DS. I generally agree with you. I mean, I, I actually tweeted and, and got my come up in a little bit, not not significantly, really? but did the so purple posse I, take you out? They did, the they, did they did, they did. Feeding Reese's I, post, <laughs> <laughs> I posted on Twitter, I, I was like Nintendo <laughs> announces or confirms because it had been rumored we had spotted retail listings the week before, but uh, Nintendo confirms midnight purple three D S uh company continues to add to the list of colors nobody cares about. I saw that yeah. and and man, they Thank showed you. up. They were like, I traded in mine for this. I'm like, okay. Before the system launched, right here on NVC, I was begging for a purple 3DS, yeah. Galactic Purple. I think it's fun. It, but they, it was midnight, but that's okay. I mean, now they're now girls have two colors that they can play with. So it's I purple don't like and purple. Pink, screw off. Anyway, wait, you, do, you don't like pink? <laughs> no, I mean, you like purple. I'm, I'm okay you with totally, existing. You totally missed pink stuff all over your desk, though. You do. I, I, I do have pink. I'm not. I'm okay with the color you know pink because that's the color of Kirby. Yeah, and, and if he they were is smart, pink. They would have tied with the, the the anniversary. No, I, I'm fine with the color pink. I, been I have clever. a pink iPhone case yeah, that's a Game Boy, and it's totally awesome. Right. But uh, I only have a problem. Uh, They're like, only like... girls can play this, and we're <laughs> you... marketing it towards girls, so it's Nintendogs instead of a badass game like Zelda or Mario. I'll only make two points. That's one, I want the uh, white one. The Ice, one in Japan. ice white or whatever yeah. that ice one ice, uh, yeah exactly ice, i forget ice, it's out in europe it's out in japan boom, it's really cool boom, boom. and from whatever what is wrong with you <laughs> for whatever <laughs> reason <laughs> and for whatever reason they won't bring it out here and i don't know why or yeah. yet uh the other thing is i want clear systems i think that'd be really cool like because the the really yeah. cool. like like they like they're already, the they're already using stuff. that yeah. tech in the shell like part of it's a little translucent so anyway um, but yeah, I, I would have gotten the purple 3DS if I didn't already have the Zelda one. I want that sick Fire Emblem one that they released in Japan. There's a really that deep blue gorgeous. one. The, the deep blue, blue one, one with yeah. the like dragons. That on deep it. blue is awesome. It's so cool. I want like a real green and a real blue. Like 
yeah. Like they mashed them together and gave me that crap aqua color, and I don't, <laughs> I don't like that color. Um, I just want a DS light. I, seriously, right? Not a 3DS light. Oh, oh all right. A white DS I, light. I, I want a 3DS <laughs> light. My favorite that was, design of all time. The second they showed that off, I was like, mine. I, that I, and I the, want that. Uh, the good, Famicom yeah. version of the ROB. Those are my two favorite Nintendo designs of all time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That ROB nice. is so pretty. I mean, I'm actually baffled a little bit because all their design aesthetic has been like white Wii, white Wii U, yeah. and then with the 3DS, they're like every color but white. Like, what are you guys doing? This Here's what they're, I bet their 3DS uh, light, the, their next 3DS iteration white. they're going to do. No, no, I bet mm. it's going to be, uh, it's going to be the Apple aluminum mm. and black. That'd be That's really cool. That'd I like be really black. Cool. I feel like it frames the games better. I mean, they've been doing where by the screen is black, no matter what color it is, sure. which is a smart choice, but. Yeah, works. Anyway, Moving along. so Rich hates purple, but the rest of us are fine with it. Sam Moving doesn't on. care. I don't think Sam cares. <laughs> <laughs> What's your final stance on purple, Sam? Go. Uh, I like Nintendo purple. Okay, right. there you go. Moving along. Smash Bros. Yes, continue. It's cool, right? Okay, Well anyway. done. Well, good topic. <laughs> we recently interviewed uh, Sakurai, and uh, he basically... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember that? Yes, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> and you basically said that uh, Wii U and 3DS connectivity is going to be... The main feature of the is next the Smash Bros. Of the yeah, creator. Creator slash director. He yeah. is Smash Bros. Okay. Which, which is why Kirby characters are so prominently featured all the time. <laughs> so did he also create Kirby? <laughs> yeah, he okay. did. He you did. Need to link this stuff up for our dumb listeners. <laughs> our listeners <laughs> aren't Damn. dumb. No. I'm talking about our dumb listeners, such as myself, who keep all this stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, cool. All right, so you're well the done. one who there wrote really it up. It? So like really, the, same the big news is, is just yeah. that he's fundamentally looking at changing the game to accommodate the idea that it, these two, two, two versions are going to have to link up somehow. The 3DS yes. and the Wii U version. And the, the two versions, yeah. And, and um, I think you know, he views that as sort of the next evolution of it. Um, so, I mean, what, what's interesting is, is it, this makes more sense, I think, or, or becomes more important in the context of what Sony just announced, which is PlayStation. I don't remember the name of that it's game because it's horrible. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Okay, yeah. there we go. Because if you look at it now, Sony has come out with something that is not quite identical to Brawl, but like very close down to like one character having Snake's finisher yeah, move it, where it he goes into. Definitely identical. And it's Did you very, see yeah. the, the pictures of all the Wii's on everybody's desk? Oh, yeah, 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 in the yeah. development studio. Yeah. <laughs> They have a rich history. I mean, of it's it's moving um, off Nintendo that's ideas. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, which is fine. It's the mechanics. The, the fundamental mechanics of the game are a bit different, but yeah, I mean, like you like would the be health bar. There, there's the, finishers yeah. and the controls yeah, and stuff. People out. You, you don't. That? There's they, no ring they, out. They actually like fall over, disappear, mm. and then they they'll come back up. Yeah, they'll come and back there's up. There's no percentage. No percentage. Um, yeah, I, I can correct? tell what the life bar is. At okay, all. and I, man, I so poured over that video. Here's basically how it works. You're you're as you beat up other people. It's not you're doing damage to them. It's you're building up your own finisher bar. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. So it's for, to get your finisher. And, you have, and three, then you have to land the finisher. You have to land the finisher. So I think that's a really cool variation. It's a clever variation, but it, it feels like an alternate rule mechanic of Brawl to yeah, me. That's like, what I, yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I hope like, maybe I Project M adds that to their Right, right, right. Exactly. What if they beat them to market with that? That would be hilarious. I'm going to laugh so hard when it releases with just a regular stock mode. It's like, or you can play it just like Smash Bros. Yeah. If you want that, that to. That especially funny, and I know we probably. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it too much because it's a Nintendo podcast, but yeah. it's especially funny because the world of characters and Sony not. are like 
you just realize how family friendly Nintendo games are when yeah. you see like oh, Metroid and stuff like that doesn't look too bad alongside this other stuff. Yeah. Man, when you see like Kratos beating up Parappa, yeah. that's like, crazy. It's it kind is. of Parappa, awesome. no. It's just kind of it's just wacky. <laughs> it's, it, the weird thing about Sony to me, or you know, comparing the Sony and Nintendo universes, is despite the fact that all the Nintendo brands have sort of come up on their own in very different worlds genres everything yeah they all kind of fit together pretty well and i think that's a lot to do with smash brothers but i just they all feel like they sort of operate together they're all so, made by like two guys in 1986 it's, it's true i mean like most of them <laughs> yeah. are around the same time it, but but the, i mean you never would have thought that kirby and snake could have fit together in the same I mean, game though snake is sort of a weird outlier that was yeah. really out of place originally i remember was. everybody's like yeah. this, is, this is so out of place and weird and we're all used to it now yeah but like that's what it's going to take for like seeing fat princess beat up kratos and, and that's the weird <laughs> thing is it, in a weird way it reminds me of like marvel and dc where like uh, you know marvel was largely created by like three to four guys in a very complex concentrated period of time whereas dc is sort of this weird assembly of things so yeah. you look at sony and it's like parappa and, and kratos and that's really bizarre it's a very so. dorky but astute observation oh and, and audrey's like yes that is exactly right except for she likes dc more than i do yeah Can you because believe it's better that sony but that's didn't okay do this in yeah. 2002 and then make 10 games after that? I, I actually am baffled that it's taken it over 10 years yeah. yeah over 10 years what like 13 something like that 12 13 they years they themselves must have been surprised series, by how enduring it was well a lot of sure. series so. have popped up since then so like yeah. then they wouldn't have had Kratos, right they right right, right. Have, like other stuff but still mm -hmm. like, back then they didn't have the library to do it yeah for sure um i mean i'm so so to be completely fair none of us have played this game we've only been watching footage i've mm -hmm. talked to moriarty a bit about it and and goldfarb who are both down there and it seems and i mean it seems interesting i just i mean it, what 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 it strikes me as is like when sakurai said the week before this was before the game had been revealed and before i knew anything about the sony version or anything uh or sony version of smash brothers um <laughs> that uh you know, I was like, okay, change. That's interesting, but that's kind of that's kind of scary. Yeah. And then yeah. Sony comes out with this. I'm like, okay, let's change this now. Like, let's totally. see what else you can do. I mean, you've done. And the three lasting of, power of the old ones are so strong that you're there. still playing every them, so every day, every afternoon. People here are playing yeah. Brawl or Project M or what even Melee. What would you want Melee. them to do differently? I don't know. And the HD. And that's not that's the difference. point, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think HD is going to make a difference. For no, the game. I think what I fundamentally want, and um, we asked Sakurai this, and he declined to comment. He didn't outright say no comment. He just Didn't answered. Answer that he one. sort of want, <laughs> went around the question because um, I had I had like two or three questions within one question, within one question, and he sort of went around it. Yeah. But um, I think the 3DS version should be in 3D, like Kid Icarus. Uh, if you mm -hmm. set some certain options, it kind of like feels a 3D like it. Fire, yeah, there's like a there's one level in Kid Icarus Uprising for those of you guys who haven't played it or haven't. Done I think this. it's called Small Arena. It's yeah, it's just yeah. a small circle that reminds me a lot of like Final Destination, and you basically if you have the power settings right and stuff like you're basically playing smash brothers because you win by ringing out everybody and so i think you could get away with that on 3ds because like if you think about it like how the hell are you supposed to get the scope of a smash brothers level on a little 3ds screen you're gonna be like looking at little ants on your screen well, like, well for one that? thing it doesn't need to do as much pulling out and stuff because people could be off frame because you get your own screen. You could limit it to two players potentially. Know, or just man, keep out the larger stages. I, I don't like, know. Newport it could be City wouldn't work I need, on a 3DS. I need, right. I need dual analog for 3D games, man. Like I, mm -hmm. I, I'm the biggest True. Kid Icarus fan. I haven't been on the podcast since I started playing the new Kid Icarus, but oh, man, right, I right. cannot stand it. Yeah, you, you have trouble. Yeah, I, I, I can't play it. So, and I want to so bad. It's, I have. Uh, I just, it, it sucks. I have an article in the so waiting. Bad. We just have not had time to do it. But uh, Sakurai defends the controls. Mm -hmm. um, I said 
people don't like your controls. Please explain. And he, he talked about it. So. It's almost not like, the, I mean, I know they're uncomfortable on the stylus, blah, blah, blah. But like more than that, like I want, I, I kind of just like didn't want to have a game where I had to just run around and, and hit stuff. Right. Like, I, I like the sky parts. And then when I get down on the ground, I just don't like it's it. It's less interesting. I just don't like that type of game. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, Man, I think. I love the platforming. There was a kid at Chris too. So that really, yeah. that really bothers me also. For sure. For sure. I like that stuff. I think, yeah. um. I think 3D could be an interesting for for the 3DS version. Wii U version, I don't know. I think the connectivity between the two could be really good. Spiders are going to be tough to um, play on the, the Wii U pad because of the, the I think sliders. so, yeah. It's it's not the same. Unless, but the, that they, point, unless those have changed. Yeah, by that point, they will have released a, a joystick that yeah. you can like stick on the back of it and then flip over. Get a fighting pad. <laughs> yeah. Get a fighting pad, <laughs> yeah, potentially. That'd be cool. Speaking um, of sticking on the Wii U thing, I don't know if this is when you're talking about it, but it looks like from Rayman. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Was, that was the very next topic, oh, actually. Excellent. The uh, Rayman Drake Legends. <laughs> Drakeway. <laughs> okay, the Rayman Legends trailer. We've all seen it, yeah. Yep. And uh, Sam was just mentioning uh, they showed off some of the NFC capabilities. So it's, no, no, this is confirmed, right? It's all just like, would you like this in a game? Yeah. Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, Ubisoft came back like and a... said that this was sort of just an internal tech demo for themselves. It's not necessarily it representative of the final capabilities of the system or the game or anything like yeah, yeah. that. But uh, so that aside, like, it looked really cool. Yeah, this is like <laughs> the digital end of um, Nintendo uh, or like the digitalization of games for Nintendo, right? Mm -hmm. This is a different way for them to make money. Mm -hmm. So they can either make games, um, you know, digitally and then rebent every single profit, or they can sell other things at retail, maybe for cheaper, like yeah. a bunch of plastic stuff. Exactly. And like as shown in the Rayman Legends trailer, they were taking like the little Rabbids figurine and they'd touch it to the tablet and then suddenly the Rabbid would yeah. show up in the game. They'd put a little heart there and they'd it's have to think of Nintendo, help in like, the game. It's weird to think Nintendo like angling... Um, like, this is a call based on Spyro, right? That's mm -hmm. what we all... Yeah, the Skylanders, yeah. I, I think yeah. maybe listeners not don't realize, but, like, that, that's that been, like, something that's, like, been kind of a fascinating thing. Uh, we don't cover that much on IGN because it's just a different audience. It's, like, younger kids. A little kids. younger, yeah. But, man, that game sold so well. Which one? Skylanders, the Spyro Skylanders. Skylanders I was just game. playing that the other day. Yeah, actually. and it, it's, like, a trading card type thing where you mm -hmm. buy little figures and stuff like that. It just works, right? And, it's and pretty cool. Nintendo... Yeah. Once, once that, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. if yeah. Pokemon, Pokemon Company will abuse that. Yep, so her, so nicely. Um, and if they give us a big console RPG, then Sky more power to them. Skylanders <laughs> is hilarious because when you're playing it, I've only messed with it a bit. I've got a setup at home, and I was messing with it the other day. Um, it doesn't need to have any of that. It's it it is honestly probably the purest definition of a gimmick. But I mean that in a, in a in a positive way in a sense like you don't need these toys you don't need any of this stuff you could easily so what you do is like you'll be one character and you'll go into an area and you'll be like oh, actually a character a creature of this type is stronger in this area so you'll take your little dude off of your little portal of power that's near your table and you put on the like the fire guy that's better in that area you could just do that in a menu or something you know there's nothing wrong with that but for if I was a kid, especially, I'd be like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm putting the little dude on the yeah. little thing and he's going in the stuff and like, you know, he's going on screen and technical I'm terms here, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it really worries me though. I don't, I just have, I mean, for my type of gaming, I sure. would never need plastic toys. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. I think, I think it has a, as a narrow use, but there are a lot of other options and applications that are good. Like the example that Nintendo gave when it announced it was I can, um, 
I forget what exactly it was like something with credit cards. Like I can just tap my credit card and the Instead information. Instead of having to store your information. All, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. it's now I'm even more scared. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, <laughs> imagine if you buy a Mario figure and that unlocks an extra level. No, no, in one I of understand the games. that. Yeah, like, I mean, that I would be a great use scary. for it. Or Club um, Nintendo stuff. If Club Nintendo sent you some things and you just put your thing next to it. Yeah, and get you don't have wall. to put in those codes anymore. Yeah, it could be. It, really you could have some really interesting applications. I think. I think you're right, though, Sam. Like to a cardboard box in your garage. I mean, I think. I don't want to have to go buy toys for it. Um, I think that I would bug won't. me. Yeah, no, exactly. I think a lot <laughs> yeah, of people I'm not, won't. I'm not going to go buy toys. Sorry, but guys. I think if you, say, bought a Mario game and then the next Mario game, uh, like the box or something, came with a little card and you tap that on there and then it augments your other Mario game or I don't know. There could be some cool applications for it. Um, but I hope they don't abuse it too much. And I, I really, really, really hope that a company like Pokemon Company doesn't go, okay, well, you know, actually, in order to catch these 50 Pokemon, you got to go buy some cards. I'd be like, oh, yeah, you I bastards. Just, I got it, because to my knowledge, at least in the core games, they've never had where you had to pay to get any oh, of no, the no. monsters. Oh, no, no, they never have. Because and I don't see them doing that, because they know that would God. piss everyone off. We'll see. We will see. <laughs> I, I bet they don't, but we'll see. One last thing I want to touch on real quickly before we move on to reader questions is a new survival horror game from Shinji Mikami, the guy behind Resident Evil. It's all, it's all we know is that it's coming to an HD console, so it could be Wii U. You never know. You never know, people. So this what do you think? This is a special Audrey I'm Day topic excited. because we know anything about it, and you were excited about it. I'm excited. Yeah, I was telling Sam. I don't even know why I'm so excited other than that it's a Mikami survival horror game, and I... He says it's going to be like the essence of survival games, right? horror. Yeah, last thing he did, I believe, was Vanquish. But, uh, I mean, he he created Resident Evil, and that's one of my favorite franchises. So I'd be really excited you, to see what's next. Do you like the old Resident Evil games versus the new ones? Really I, I do. I really enjoy the old ones. Okay. Four is my favorite. But okay. um, I, I, I actually really enjoy the old ones, like tank controls and all. So, But, yeah, I'm really excited. What do you think? We don't know much about it, so it's fair if you don't have an opinion. But uh, are you excited? No. No? Why not? I don't know, man. I don't need a game. <laughs> survival horror game to play. You don't like survival horror? I just like what that that doesn't mean. That's why you like RE5. <laughs> well, I, well, I do like RE5. I'm I'm not gonna defend it. I think it's flawed. But I, Resident Evil 4 is my favorite Resident Evil game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really don't like the older ones, so. Oh really? I'm not the person to talk to you about this. Gotcha. That's Rich. what I'm getting at. I like Rich. text adventures. Any, anything about Shinji Mikami would be cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm busy. All right. Um, Rich is enthralled. Yeah, like, I got a duck after reader mail because I have to uh, do some Call of Duty related things. Cool. Thanks for joining, yeah. Sam. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Sam. Cool. We'll bye just, bye. Yeah. Sam has left the building. Okay, Sam is gone, and now we're going to answer just a couple of reader questions before getting back to work and stuff and stuff. So, uh, well done. Yes, we are articulate today. <laughs> it's yeah, we've been working working hard for, recently. For those of you listening us. that that heard my earlier incomprehensible mumbling, that was um that was my best impression at channeling Macho Man Randy Savage. If you guys know wrestling, but if you don't, that's fine too. It was probably an amazing. It's job, funny. It's funny I'm if you sure. understand. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> not the voice, just what I was saying. Anyway. All right. Now, Ben K writes in. Oh, yeah, man. This guy. Okay, all right, Ben. Every week. Ben, Ben, Ben. Ben. <laughs> every day. Lovely Ben. We okay. love you, Ben. Also, ben those, baby. Of, those of you that wrote in thinking that I hate the readers or something like that, 
I don't. I lovingly mock you guys. Uh, ben, you don't need to write in every, yeah. I, I was like every other day. We will, we, we will, I promise you, try to get to your question if we don't, I mean, we only do this once a week, so. Yeah. Uh, and we I, go back and look at the yeah. older ones. So like poor, we, poor Ben has been emailing us, I think, we, every other day every or so. Every day, actually. Is it every day? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. we love you, Ben, and we're so, so happy to hear that you achieved your goal of listening to every single podcast since E3 before our last one well done like that's really cool but you didn't need to write in every day you can calm down we're gonna answer your question everyone's happy also (laughs) nbc at ign.com nbc at ign.com right there once and we'll read your question anyway uh, Benny K has a couple of questions we should read his question before he sends us another email he wants us to answer them all so we better (laughs) do it let's do this before Uh, he emails us again Real quick, we'll just All answer right. these. Okay. Yeah, we only got a few minutes. One, if you guys think Pikmin, yeah, he's wondering if you guys think Pikmin Three would be a good launch title for Wii U. He thinks it'll be better than Mario because of uh, controlling the Pikmin with the tablet. I could see very well it being better than Mario, especially in the sense that it's just something we haven't really experienced in mm-hmm. quite a long time. Uh, and I would say it's actually pretty darn likely to be a launch title. That's not insider information. That's just saying like this game is in the been, works for a long time. Yeah, I mean for for several <laughs> years, and especially if they were working with like native hd assets like when working on wii it would not be i wouldn't think too difficult to bring it Mm -hmm. over and with the sort of like expanded like sort of texture output and stuff like that that the wii u probably possesses um you could get some really gorgeous looking stuff i I remember the gamecube version of pikmin looking really really good good. back in the day so uh yeah hopefully and then i I just want like hundreds of thousands of pikmin (laughs) like i want there to be like a, a cat and you just you just mob that cat with Pikmin, and then you'll never look at Pikmin the same way again. And when the Pikmin are done mobbing the cat, the cat's just a skeleton. Just done. Gone. Dead. And moving along. Audrey just I, I broke her brain. Moving along. Next. Okay. Um, Next. Right. I disagree with Rich. So, anyway. What, you don't think it's going to be a good game? No, I think Do it's going to be... Do you not think it's going to be a launch title? I don't title? want the cats being mobbed and skinned and stuff. Man, it would be just but like that awesome movie good... Indiana Jones 4 with the red hands. No, yeah, good. we all want that, don't we? <laughs> we but anyway, all do. Yeah, oh, I think it would be a good launch title, but uh, I would also <laughs> love for it to be alongside some other cool first-party offerings. Uh, number two, what would you guys like in Smash Bros. Wii U and 3DS? Oh, he wants a better Lord. adventure mode. Well, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, Subspace Emissary no, wasn't it was crap. amazing. That was, that was horrible. Anyone saying that it's good is is wrong. I mean, my, my fundamental problem with that mode is that you were trying to kind of do like a platformer adventure type game with a mechanics that are not at all meant to do that. Like, yeah. how many of you guys died needlessly with like cheap <laughs> off-screen punches that just knocked you right off the arena or you know, or yeah. right off the stage and that yeah, sort of stuff? Yeah, I love that he included it because it's a great way to like sure. brush up on your skills, get to know all the different characters, but uh, as a standalone game, it wasn't amazing. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I really want to see Sakurai take a strong advantage of the connectivity between 3DS and Wii U. Um, how? I'm not sure. I think it would be cool if there was at least a mode. I mean, this sort of plays into stickers, but I just hate the sticker idea. But, you know, the fact that you can kind of evolve your characters, level mm-hmm. them up, do stuff like that. And I think that is probably your best bet in terms of playing between the 3DS and Wii U. I also think it'd be cool just like if I can take my character and I'm battling on my 3DS, um, if those battles and points and stats count towards the Wii U version and allows me to unlock yeah. things and, you know, stuff like I, that. I would like some things updated from the brawl, like no tripping, I want uh, less game. floaty I jumping. I want Project M. I want Project <laughs> M. You know, I want, I mean, and, and not that I necessarily need that exact game. I just want something that, it's funny. I, a little closer to Melee. We were basically. talking a lot about M, uh, uh, I think last podcast too, mm-hmm. and maybe even the podcast before that. And 
it's not about me needing some sort of super technical fighter from the standpoint that I am a super hardcore Smash Brothers player that knows, you know, edge guarding and all the frame counts yeah. and all that stuff. It's not about that for me. I want a game that's technically sound so that I know that I'm playing a game where exactly what I want to happen will happen mm -hmm. and that there's an underlying mechanic to the whole game that is strong and not having to do with the fact that my character randomly tripped or that yeah. even you know even to some degree that the smash ball like happened to get That's to near me yeah but yeah. i mean it's it's that sort of <laughs> stuff it's the same reason that i mean i don't mind items i think they're kind of cool but mm -hmm. i don't like things like the hammer you know stuff yeah. like that um i mean i like so. items like i i just prefer to play them with with them off but like we'll turn them on sometimes. i like some just, of them it just depends like depends actually the one on. the one i kind of enjoy is just turning on pokeballs but like that in, one's fun uh, just massive Turn amounts on of them and go to pokemon stadium or yeah something. and that, yeah. Those, that can be kind of fun for a gimmick and and fun times so I, mm -hmm. I don't mind items whatsoever but um i just want a very technically sound game that has the complexity and depth of a fighting game so that i'm continuously learning new things mm -hmm. um even though I'm not going to, uh, you know, really dedicate myself to to the game the way some of the guys like on the M forum, yeah, Project yeah, M yeah. forums and stuff are. So. Yeah, well, I'm really happy with the Smash Bros type of gameplay. Like, it's my favorite fighter, which most people don't even want to give it that it, it is a fighter, but I love it. I think it's brilliant. And uh, I would love a larger roster, which is a uh, duh, but uh, without sort of losing any characters because that's what they usually do is they'll drop a couple add a couple but uh yeah i think i mean the trick they have right now is that brawl like had just about everything you could possibly imagine the game not mega man yeah well the, <laughs> the game quantity wise um just in terms of sheer raw data is mm -hmm. rivals actually some like next uh, uh 360 slash ps3 games like mm -hmm. um i think the game is well over seven gigs we I, I put the number in in a story last week but i think it's well over seven gigs and that's actually up there with some of the other games. There's yeah. so much stuff, so many stages, characters, music. Oh, the, like it's the just, level creator. I know insane. many people don't use that, but it's really fun to mess around with, sure. actually. Like, sure. uh, uh, my boyfriend and I made this one stage that we torture people who come over to our house with. It's this <laughs> giant cage, basically, with only one hole up at the mm -hmm. top. So you just get up to max damage and are flying all over the place like insane. And then nice. if they just happen to get out of that hole, then it's over. But cool. like, I, I love little things like that that just enhance the gameplay. Yeah. More so, yeah, I mean, I think I want to see whatever this change will be. Whatever this, the change is that they manage, that's kind of what I want to see. Okay, so, three. Moving along. Would any of you like to see another Mario game similar to Super Mario Sunshine? Sure. Yeah, I, I really liked Sunshine. Actually, I really loved that game. It's I funny, actually. I was, I was just talking to somebody Delphine about it um, today, and we were sort of agreed that it's, it's not so much the mechanics of it. It's just, you know, you wanted some more environment diversity just, and some stuff like that yeah for, for me i think it's sort of and we've discussed this before it's basically the wind waker of mario sure. where like when it first came out it wasn't the direct sequel to mario 64 that everyone was imagining and so yeah. a lot of people were disappointed but in retrospect people worship sunshine i hear tons of people say that's their favorite mario game so it's sort of age has well, done think, a lot for the, its reputation i think that the trick too is that like since sunshine we got galaxy one and galaxy two mm -hmm. and i think what works is people probably wouldn't have received and i know some people don't like the game but people wouldn't have received majora's mask so well mm -hmm. if we hadn't had ocarina of time two years before yeah and yeah, it's yeah. that sort of thing where if you give the people what they want then you can kind of get a little crazy and experiment mm -hmm. and people are more willing to accept that especially if it comes pretty close on the heels of the last one um, people are okay with that. So, I mean, if we were to get some sort of like Mario universe or something yeah, on Wii yeah. U, 
and then you gave us Mario Sunshine 2. I don't think people would reject it as much no. as, as you might, you know, just sort of initially yeah. think based on the reaction back then. It's, a, I, it's a good game. What I really loved about Sunshine was those parts where they took away Flood. Sure. And then suddenly you were like, oh, man, this is hard yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> Suddenly it's just a traditional Mario game and you forget how hard it is to just platform these things without Flood's help. Yep. But uh, cool, yeah. Last question from uh, Bin K. Uh, he wants to see a link to the past with Skyward Sword controls. And he wants to know, do we think they would ever convert an older top-down Zelda game into a 3D Zelda game? No. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> and uh, a Link to distinct. the Past. Yeah, exactly. A Link to the Past, one of my favorite games up there with Ocarina. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would want to see them do that, honestly, because they are so different. Yeah. Like, A Link to the Past, it is a 2D game. It's probably the perfect 2D game, at least for me so i mean there's really no need to make it a 3d game because it's already fully realized and both of those like are and very... we're talking like full 3d not like popped out right 3D. right 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 yeah <laughs> the, I, like uh, the like 3d classics treatment i yeah. think um and, and both of those types of zeldas give you a very different feeling and are designed for that yeah. thing i think you know the 2d zeldas actually give me a sense of exploration which the modern zeldas don't quite do mm-hmm. i think it's a little different but I get the the exhilaration of sort of adventure more from the modern Zeldas, where you're like, oh man, it's more of a sweeping. Yeah, adventure. it's grander, you know. But but there's still just something about like panning from like screen to screen in the old Zelda mm-hmm. games that that that's cool, and you can't you can interact with the environment so well in the old games, sure. which is just it's nothing against the 3D games. It's no. just something you can't do as well in 3D. Like mm-hmm. like I wrote about this sometime recently. Like you can take any item in a link to the past, mm-hmm. and you can use it anywhere. Like you can send your hook shot and clink against a wall and even if you can't hook shot to that wall you'll hear a little clink mm-hmm. so you just feel like you can touch everything if you can't go forward it's because oh look there's that little doodad i need a hammer for right right, you know? right, right. it all feels i don't know yeah. it just makes so much sense it's it's weird that in its simplicity there's a level of detail in some of the mm-hmm. old older games especially like link uh the, the old zelda games that there's it's hard to capture on the new ones um yeah. how much uh, speaking of which i just got a tweet um did we completely cover the rayman link was I totally zoned out? Yes, we did. Excellent. All right, moving <laughs> along. I was answering emails. And tweeting instead of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving along. What's, uh, what's next question? All right. Alberto Esquivel says, I'm so sorry, Alberto, if that's wrong. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, I got a 3DS, which is great, but the battery is crap. Uh, do you guys know anything about battery packs? Uh, Rich and I, well, I don't know if you still have it, but uh, we, I do. we both were using the Nyko battery mm-hmm. pack i think which is really great actually since i've started using it like you still have to keep an eye on the battery because it's still mm-hmm. not good but it helps tremendously it probably doubles the battery yeah. of the system it's, it, it does... basically makes it so you don't have to always be beside a charger mm-hmm. which is it, great it um it adds probably 50 mm, percent to the weight and maybe the bulk even yeah it um, makes it a little thicker the yeah. another big downside is you can't use the circle pad pro with it right at you all can't use that yep and um, be careful when you first do it, which I f- f- scared myself when I first put the battery pack on. Uh, mm-hmm. I was unable. It was during a break. I was unable to street pass with people huh. I street passed before. That's and weird. I found out it's some sort of weird glitch. It just sort of naturally fixed itself. I don't know if any of the little Might things I tried, like switching color shirts or whatever worked, but it eventually no. fixed itself. <laughs> I like to think it helped, but... Uh, <laughs> it might just have to do something with the It's because like, the battery goes out, and so the mm-hmm. time resets or something like that. Interesting. But, I, haven't, uh, I haven't had that problem, but I think it uh, it works pretty well. You're still going to have battery issues. Um, yeah. And, yeah. So, But, yeah, cool. I mean, that's, that's probably the one I'd get if you really cool. want that. And we'll do one more before we go. Wesley McElwee. 
says, uh, does the Midnight Purple 3DS indicate that there will be no 3DS Lite announcement at oh, E3? Yeah, this, this Why release the new color if a new model's coming out? Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, it good is question. a good point. Um, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. So I, you're right. I think that a Midnight Purple showing up now makes it seem less likely. However... Keep in mind that Nintendo did keep the, you know, the older, they keep the older models of their portables around as low budget alternatives to the new models. So, you know, if a 3DS Lite were to come out at E3, and I I do agree that it feels a little unlikely at this point, I think that might be like a next year thing at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. Just a hunch. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so you're looking at, um, you know, so like a 170 system or whatever. Um, I doubt they price cut that, but if they were to introduce the 3DS Lite, they might introduced that at 199 or mm-hmm. or 219 or something like that and then you have your two-tier price modeling system people will probably go for the 3ds Lite. you could actually probably get away with it just putting that at like one or two colors like white and black mm-hmm. and then keeping all the different colors for the yeah. other one kind of apple-esque actually where apple tends to introduce like one or two colors and then they diversify out to yeah. the multiple colors this later this just popped in my head but do you think uh, they would ever consider releasing the old 3ds model with the circle pad pro if they ever oh like as a bundle a i doubt it i mean that's the one thing that kind of tells me that they do definitely plan on introducing something with a second stick yeah is that the 3ds pad uh, circle pad pro is like hard to find yeah it's a, it is hard to find like, possible to find there's a very limited run and quite a few games use it um but they just you know they didn't see a need for it so right, either all the games you know, that use it as far as i know can be played without it is that sure, sure sure yeah. yeah yeah yeah. there is nothing that requires it outright but you know certainly a game like metal gear um, that's a big one, resident evil yeah. if you're if you're you know adamant about having that like some of these games definitely benefit um so yeah i think uh it doesn't i think it makes it a little less likely in my mind at least but it doesn't necessarily bar it from happening no um no. yeah so yeah there you go. Ta-da. That's it for this week's NVC. Uh, yeah, keep sending us your questions, nvc at ign.com. And yeah, that's it. We'll see you around, Gooplings. Later. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.